Hi, everyone. Were you waiting for that line? I think I'll go to Boston. Yes. <laughs> oh, Taylor, thank God someone got it. Jess and I are going to Boston on Monday, so I had to think about a song to come up with, but I didn't really cue it up very well. I don't think I, I was from a DJ standpoint, I have a whole new career ahead. I, think. <laughs> I was like, are they ever going to say Boston? <laughs> See, I know you. I knew we were waiting for that line. <laughs> yes, I knew they were going to say Boston at some point. And thank God Taylor said it just about the time that they uh, that they said it. Hey, oh but I God. actually played the Boston song for one other reason. Oh. Besides the fact that you and I are going to Boston. Okay. Do you have any idea? Do we know somebody who's going to Boston College? Nope. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see if anyone else. Bob. Yes, I could have just played the band Boston. I get it, but I like that song, Bob. Yes. Uh, does uh, anyone have any else why I would play the song Boston? It's an it is an awesome, awesome city. Yes, that's a good reason. Wow, we don't have any sports fans here. Um, the Boston Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers last night. Is it still basketball season? No, we're just getting to the good part of basketball. Like I know. Yeah. This is the time of year every sport, like literally any you can watch any sport you want this time of year. Exactly. We have a bunch of game sevens in basketball on Sunday. So uh yes, you have to see. Oh wait, there we go. We got Kim in the crowd. Yes, exactly. So I watched that game last night. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Leah, you should be a fan of the Seattle Supersonics. That dates myself. Anyway, yes. Warriors, Dina, Warriors tonight. We have a Warriors-Lakers battle tonight. Um, uh, oh, Angela, if I was talking about Boston hockey, we wouldn't have played the song. Um, so, uh, wow, the fact that Leah associated with Seattle that much where they said they left mm -hmm. us, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's when you really claim your city. Exactly. So happy Friday, everyone. May 12th, episode number 155 of the Now of Work Digital Meetup. So glad that you're all joining us. And uh, yes, the Boston Bruins did have an epic collapse, but we won't uh, we won't talk about that. So it's May, middle of May. Uh, Taylor French is from Atlanta, Georgia, and now all of a sudden she's saying go Warriors. Um, but uh, it feels like summer, Jess, don't you think? It's amazing. Yes. Finally. Uh, did you have some uh, softball? <laughs> some softball. Okay. <laughs> Everything, like when you have a kid who plays sports, you know how crazy the schedule gets. Practice and games and tournaments and everything. Multiply that times three. All three of my kids play the same sport and they're all three on different teams, which means three different schedules. So I have seen 12 softball games uh, in the last week and a half, and we are just getting started. It was a great week to watch softball. It was beautiful. In New it York. was. It was a nice week, even though I spent most of it in New York City, where it was not as nice. Um, it was beautiful. Um, hey, uh, you and I are going to Boston. Yes. For UKG Analyst Day. Yeah, their Spring Analyst Day. They really, they do an incredible event always um, for everybody, customers, partners, analysts, but this is their Spring Analyst Day. I can't wait to hear some of their 
news, like a lot of you solution providers in the space, they've been making some incredible product uh, announcements with AI and other things. So it should be fun. For sure. I can't wait. And if anyone is available for cocktails on Monday night in Boston, please let us know. Yes. Oh my, we have to start doing community. I know. Like wherever we go, we just need to do like some community stuff. Totally. So Monday night, Boston, let us know. Um, New York was beautiful. It's just because of the company I was with. Yes. New York was beautiful. Um, All, all good. So today, today, uh, episode 155, we have kind of an interesting show. (laughs) We do. Yes, we do. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Yes, let's say yes. We have an interesting show. We got like surprise guests. Yes, we have a new segment. We have a new segment of the digital meetup. Ready? Okay. I'm asking our guest right now. By the way, okay. Ask Jason and Jess anything. Mm -hmm. Ask Jason and Jess anything. Now we're not playing yet. But we're gonna play in a few minutes. Okay. So please get to that. Now keep it tasteful, keep <laughs> it proper, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we reserve the right to not answer completely. Yeah, but, we, can, we can pass. Yes, but any question. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, but I thought I was actually listening to a podcast this morning while I was working out, and I was like, they did it. They did a ask the ask anything. And I was like, love it. Do the ask anything. I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard other like cool panels at conferences and stuff. Ask me anything panels. Yeah. So we're going to do a section of ask anything, anything. I love it. Anything. Uh, and that just keeps it really cool and impromptu. Well, I don't know what cool, but impromptu at least. Yeah. And I think it might be some fun too. So for those of you new, welcome. I see we're at the uh, 3,240 number this morning, um, this afternoon. Good evening for those of you listening. Um, so great, great. Uh, Megan, I am on anytime on your podcast, um, anytime. Or Jess, who if you're asking Jess, I'm not speaking for her, but I'm sure she would love I to. I think we're a singular thing sometimes too. We can we can duo this, Megan, whatever yeah, you want. Let us know. But um <laughs> So we always start uh, with some rituals um, that I'd like to start with again. So first of all, please put in the chat your LinkedIn address so y'all can connect with each other. A, and then B, let us know if you're new. Uh, Let us know if you're new. Taylor French, you were part of starting this community, my friend, and it was about six or 500 people when you were doing it. So um, yes, it has grown. We have somebody saying hi. Does that mean you're new, Kate? Quite a bit. Kate? Kate may be new. Hi, Kate. Um, If you're new, let us know where you're joining from. City, state, country would be great. Um, You know, in May, uh, Jess, we're going to be broadcasting from India and Thailand. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, going global, which I'm really, really excited about as well. I think it's going to be the middle of the night, but that's cool. Um, yeah. it'd be fun. Uh, Last time yeah. I checked our Slack community, don't join it, by the way, we're going to move you over to a different platform, but in our Slack workspace where this, you know, sort of incubated, uh, we were representing 18 time zones. So we are already truly a global community. We might as well broadcast in somebody else's time zone. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, thank you for putting your LinkedIn. Kate, I think if you're new, let me know, just let us know, say, Hey, I'm new. 
we're not going to call on you. We're not going to bring you on video. We have done that before. We're not going to do it today. Um, but let us know if you're new. Oh, it's Kate Graham. I love oh, it. Kate Graham. You can come on with us, Kate, if you want. Kate Graham wrote a beautiful piece today. Did you see it? I did. I loved it. Someone's got to find it and put it in the chat. Uh, Kate Graham wrote a, an amazing piece about Unleash America's. Michelle, I hope I said your name right. Welcome. So excited to have you. Lisa, welcome. So glad you're here. Um, but Kate, we have to find Kate's piece that she wrote this morning because I think I read it like at 4 a.m. before the workout. And uh, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I love Kate. So I'm so glad that uh, so glad that uh, that Kate's here. Lisa, it's good to see you again. That was great to see you in uh, Las Vegas. Um, and Dechelle, I'm glad I said your name right. I'm not really good at that sometimes. But we always start with this LinkedIn. The next thing we always start with is a question. How are you? And it's really quickly, green, yellow, red. Green, I'm great today. Yellow, so-so. Red, not so good. Now, Jess, is that yellow you're wearing or green? It's yellow. It is yellow. And I didn't mean to do this. Wow. Uh, sometimes subconsciously. Is this like a Mother's Day thing or an Easter no. thing? Or what is this? I went to uh, my youngest is a fifth grader. And this is the time of year. Any parent or anybody who loves little people who are in school and doing activities, uh, you know how busy this time of year is. Graduations in some cases. For me, it's fifth grade graduation. This is my last one to finish grade school. And today was special person's day. That's what our school calls it. You guys might call it a Mother's Day tea or a spring, whatever. Uh, and it was like, I've already cried today <laughs> watching your baby, your last one, uh, singing her little heart out with her little 10-year-old friends that she's gone through school with. It's a little bittersweet. So I don't know what color to give that. It's it's the color of bittersweet. <laughs> no, I mean, the, it, anytime you have an opportunity to be alive and to take a breath and to celebrate something like that, I just think it's amazing. Yeah. You know, so I, I give that a green. It doesn't mean yeah. you're necessarily feeling green at the moment, um, but I give that, I, I definitely give that a green. I mean, she warned me. She said, mom, can you make sure you're recording when the lights go out? And I said, oh, I'm going to cry, aren't I? <laughs> so, of course, I'm in the front row recording and the lights go out and their tiny little voices start piercing the, you know, the dark gym. And then all of a sudden their flashlights come on and they're singing a song about each of us being their flashlight in the darkness, guiding the way. <laughs> like, of course, I literally I think my jaw dropped. I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those moments, though, where you just have to say, thank God I'm alive. Thank God I get to see it. And thank God I raised my kid to the point where I've gotten them this far. Yeah. And, uh, just uh, ingrain, put it in, put it in your brain. Never forget about it. Yeah, totally. Um, so you're green or yellow? I'm green, wearing yellow and bright green. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I'm green also. It's been a really great week um, this week. Um, so many new things. And I think that I, I think I'm starting to learn more about myself as I like get to the point where I'm like getting old, old, is that uh, the more I learn, the more green I am. Does that mm. make any sense? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it is. The more I learn, the more green I am. By the way, I have to go back. Angela, did you just, is that a green cactus? 
like a green cactus icon. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. Like instead of people just saying green, they're actually using icons. I love it. Um, yeah. Either that or she's prickly. And we have a yeah. Oh yeah, I think a green prickly. No, I think yeah, I think it was I just think an icon. We also have a green apple. Kate's a green apple. I love it. But yeah, it's been a great week, and I want to. Angela, are you a cactus fan? Is the next question. But I want to talk about one of the things that I saw this week that was that I just warmed me. But it also plays into a lot of the world that we're living in from technology. So I was at an organization this week, and I kind of have to give away the organization. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a secret, so it's okay to give away. But uh, I was at an organization called Estee Lauder. Some of you have heard of Estee Lauder. And I learned about a tool, a new tool that they launched called Estee Lauder VMA. And VMA is actually stands for voice enabled makeup assistant. <gasps> voice enabled makeup assistant. And what it was designed for is it was designed for people that were visually impaired so that they could download this app, basically hold it up to their face and be able to tell someone if they're visually impaired, if they've covered their lips with lipstick correctly. Oh my gosh. If they've covered their brows correctly, if they've got enough foundation on, et cetera, et cetera, all leveraging artificial assistance, AI. That is crazy. And it, it truly made me start to cry. Cause I was like, wow, this is an amazing use, an amazing use of technology or to digitize how we can make people feel that that have a that are disabled in a way you know that have a disability um you know and along the way it, yeah, yes marissa who's in the chat was there with me and marissa of course did it as someone who had makeup on suzanne completely agree helping inclusion but for those of you that have never heard of it i highly recommend you download it um it's free um, it's the Estee Lauder VMA app wow. and, and just give it a try because, um, it, it really helps us think about what the future can be and how it makes you feel and how it can, a lot of people that are visually impaired don't even show that they're visually impaired yet. This is a tool that helps them. So. Uh, it was a truly fascinating moment in my life when I watched it and saw it in action. Wow. Um, and uh, once again, I highly recommend it. But I'm downloading it right now. My mom wants to tattoo eyeliner on because she can't see without her glasses. So how can she put on? I mean, and she's not disabled. She just okay. can't see without her glasses. Like, okay. I, knew this, I knew this would start a whole tangent of conversation that wasn't where I was going. But uh, yes. I'm making the point that like even people who are not disabled could use that because my mom is technically visually impaired without her glasses on. She can't put her eye makeup on. Yeah. yeah. Once again, this is all about inclusion. Yes, exactly. I mean, I could say something like, Brooke, every time I see you on Instagram, you really do need this app because your lip color is way off. <laughs> I didn't just say that, Brooke. But since you put it in the chat, I'll just say it. Um, I'm just joking, by the way, but there's lots of uses. And it's just so totally. fascinating to watch the world change around us 
um, just lots and lots and lots and lots of learning. Now, once again, like today, this app doesn't tell you, hey, click here to buy something. But just think about that. It could also say, hey, click here to buy something. Now, the question is. <laughs> right. Question is. Dorothy understands. What are Would you trust an AI app to tell you more than you'd trust someone at the makeup counter? Interesting, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. same conversation around, you know, is AI biased? Is general, you know, know. humans are probably probably maybe more biased than like we're there's bias everywhere there's you know we're talking about advice right, right. advice look at all these people but, that are saying yes yeah <laughs> look at all these people that are saying yes you know the other thing i talked about this week that jess i want to share is i talked about chatbots for whatever reason heidi m megan sarah dina dechelle lisa dorothy i've asked probably a thousand people this week, literally, between the speeches I've given and the events I've been at and the people I've been one-on-one -on -one with, if they would rather talk to a chatbot or a human if they had a problem. Mm -hmm. Now, this is different than makeup. But put in your, put in the chat if you'd rather talk to a chatbot or a human if you have a problem. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that are going to say it depends, I completely know that's what you're going to say. But just in general, a general kind of inquiry, would you rather talk to a chatbot or a human? Dorothy says human, 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 human. Now, isn't this fascinating that I would rather talk to an AI thing for my makeup, but if I have an inquiry... I'm saying human. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's not usually split this evenly. When uh, we ask do. This is mostly human. The only yeah. thing that you're seeing in here that says chatbot is basically if it works. You know, and what I've been saying all week is that the reason that most people say human is because chatbots are either creepy or they're crappy. Right? They either make you feel like they're going to use the data in a weird way, or they're crappy, whereas it doesn't give you the response you're looking for, and that's why people use human. Like, see what Dorothy said? Yes. I almost threw my computer out the window. Chatbot never, chatbot never understands my problem. Mm -hmm. So I actually think that AI combined with good knowledge yeah. is going to be able to get rid of a lot of these first kind of first-tier questions that we deal with so we can truly move people up the value chain going forward. It's going to take some work because, and by the way, that little green bar that just on the bottom there, join that work transformation summit on the 24th, if you can. It's something I'm doing with Zoom. Zoom, not Crowdcast, Zoom. Um, and uh, it's a fascinating conversation around this You're whole topic. With Zoom the company. Zoom the company. On Zoom yes. the platform. Yes. I love it. Zoom the company on Zoom the platform. Yes, exactly. Steve, offshore call centers, humans are terrible. Steve, that's not just offshore, by the way. We're not going to have that discussion again like we did last week, Steve. But um, yes, lots of lots of humans. If you think about consistency of answer, a good bot is going to give you a consistent answer more than 
a bunch of humans. The shell. Okay, good start. The brains are flowing. Okay, now, do we have our special guest? Mm -hmm. She said about 30 minutes in. Let's give her a little bit longer. Okay, let's give her a little bit longer. Jess, besides the concert, I'd already shared with you my couple things this week. What's one thing that you saw this week that you're like, hmm? Besides anything related to softball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Besides the fact that yesterday you had weird Jenga balls or bricks behind you. Oh, my Jenga games? Yeah. I know. I had all this like stuff piled up here yesterday because I'm so ready to be in my backyard. Yeah, I did all the talking there and you didn't get to introduce any, your one topic. My one topic. Um, honestly, this week felt like a bit of a housekeeping week. Not every week is uh, is exciting new stuff. And on <laughs> this week for me, it felt kind of good to just put my head down and take care of some housekeeping that, uh, work housekeeping that hadn't been touched in a few weeks. I have a topic. I have a topic to fill time. If you don't want to give your topic. Okay. Dress codes on zoom, Google, (laughs) Google meet crowdcast. Okay. That's funny that you said that because my oldest who is an eighth grader, FaceTimed me from school this morning and asked if her outfit was okay. And I said, Are, did you get dress coded? She said, no, I'm not in violation of dress code. And I said, then why are you asking me this? Because she overheard two female teachers commenting on her outfit. So, so think about it for a second. That's in a way world, different conversation. In the world we live in today, where a lot of us are joining at home, like you and I are at this moment. A lot of us are joining, you know, in not in person. And before we used to say, hey, guess what? You know, we should, uh, my late father, one of the things he taught me was always dress better than the best dressed person in the room. Mm. He told me that multiple times. Yeah. But in a situation where you're not in person, do you carry that through? Hmm. What do you think? And what does the audience think? Because I have to I have to be honest, I don't love seeing my team in a hoodie in a meeting. You see, Lisa? Like Lisa, how do I look today? Like, I mean, I think I'm like hopefully I'm dressed as good as most people in the room. I mean, not everyone has to see that I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> right? <laughs> but but right, look, Lori said I don't like seeing hoodies or t-shirts. And, and I think there's still a very important component about this that you should try to dress better or at least equal to those people that are going to be on calls with you. Mm-hmm. But I'd love your thought. Deanne, it does depend on the culture. But what if you work in a culture where it's okay to wear no sleeves and I'm talking to a client where, guess what? that Their culture is sleeves. Hmm. This is so. This is a true <laughs> one. This is a little bit of a slippery slope because we all gave each other permission over the last few years. It was a little bit of a COVID thing. Remember, we gave each other permission to be human, to be authentic, to show our personality and our kind of our full life, our full selves on camera. 
like, don't forget, it was not that long ago we started showing our homes on our cameras with our professional colleagues. This is a little bit of new territory. It, I know it doesn't feel like it anymore. We got used to it really fast, but this is new territory. My mom would think this is the strangest thing in the world. Um, and, and that included, and maybe we slid a little too far, right? That included being a little bit more casual in that environment. Um, and that was kind of cool in some ways because we were able to be real and human and more personal and show a little bit of our personality perhaps. Uh, and there was less pressure to show up a certain way uh, like we might in the office. But maybe we did slide a little too far uh, in some cases. I think there's a huge difference between if I'm on a team meeting with my peers and we're just waking up in the morning and this is our morning check-in, big difference probably uh, to how you'd show up in person at Estee Lauder and even on camera with Estee Lauder. I think it's just know your audience, know have some context and know your audience. And Steve, that's another really good point. I have noticed uh, more people, well, and now there's more tech, right? In the webcast stuff we use, now we can blur our backgrounds, we can apply filters, we can brand our backgrounds. So people are playing with all of this to figure out what feels right from a visual collaboration yeah. meeting standpoint. I completely agree. And I think it's really important that we show some patience on this topic. And for a lot of, um, I'm just going to say young people that have never had to get dressed. Look at Taylor. Always be ready so you don't have to get ready. I love that. Dude, that's a Jerry and Sean special. If I've ever heard <laughs> it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but um, never, you always be ready so you never have to get ready. I love Marissa's comment. I just have to call it out. Uh, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Hmm. Um, you know, love that, Marissa. Thanks for uh, calling that out. But brother, you're never fully dressed without a smile. <laughs> Just had to get my DJ abilities. I love in. it. High production quality. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think it's dress for your day. We actually use dress for your day. Mm -hmm. So it's just something to think about because I, I I was on so many calls this weekend, especially when you start looking at outside the US, um, you know, in other countries, people are have different cultures tied to these things. Um, so I think it's really important. I'm feeling like accepted regardless of I feel I like feeling accepted regardless of what I'm wearing. However, err on dressing professionally to be respectful. Yeah, I think they're all really good points, you guys. And I just wanted to bring it up because I've been reading a lot of articles this week, as usual, about Gen Z and the return to work concept and how a lot of people are returning to work dressed differently than before they went home during COVID, where now athleisure is the new dress in yeah. an office when you go back to the office. Um, new York City is a little bit different, I think. I've noticed whenever I'm in our New York office, it's um, dressy, kind of. Um, but I think overall dress has, I mean, has continued to dress down, but I think it's really important online like this that we still think about it at least. 
I was taught early in my career to dress for business travel. Even if you're not going straight to a client site or a meeting or a dinner when you land, when you arrive, literally dress for travel because you never know who you'll meet in the airport. And I literally, I cannot even tell you how many times that has been true. Uh, so even if it's just a travel day, I, I definitely dress for business travel. Okay. Now I want to take it one step further. Steve has a closet full of ties, if anyone's interested. Uh, I want to take it one step further. Is that different? And this is for the whole community. This isn't just for you and I to talk about. Is that different for an interview in today's world? Okay. Which is you know, one of our special guests, which is going to be on a second, has mastered the art of video interviewing. Is that different for an interview than it is if you're just just working, quote unquote. Thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I interviewed somebody on video, video only, never met them in person before making a hiring decision. Uh, and that person showed up very, very casually, very casually. Uh, it was a great conversation, but I was unimpressed. I couldn't get over the impression that was made uh, visually. And she had no way of knowing she was back to back with another candidate for the same position who was dressed as if she was going to a formal black tie event, uh, interviewed equally, dressed differently. Guess who made the most positive impression? I mean, it's so it didn't matter. Difference. Yes, of course it matters. I, I, I don't know if I'm surprising anybody by saying this. Yes, I'm the one who shows up in sleeveless rocker tees for, for the community. <laughs> But that's for you. That's for the community. Again, back to like have context, know your audience. And it is a lot of you have commented on uh, a sign of respect. I think it's respecting the person you're dressing for a little bit as well. So think about that for a second. And I love Dominic's what he said. Yes, but I do ask myself why it should matter. Yeah. Now, let's take that to artificial intelligence, which is weeding people out. You know, should AI weed people out based on their skill and ability to dress? <sighs> oh my gosh. Now, these are real topics, you guys. No. Like, this is real. Yeah. Okay. If we're talking about inclusion, it's is also- getting dressed a skill. It's is not. It, it can be a privilege. So let's also remember, like, I'm. We're, we're judging, we're making, we're passing judgment on a few things that some people may or may not have a lot of control over. Uh, and so your ability and access to a three-piece suit to show up to an interview, that, like we have, we can't forget there's a little bit of a privilege conversation to be had here. If you have a wide range of options and <laughs> choices in front of you, and you choose one or the other, that's different than being able to show up in the same way somebody else might be able to. I, I have to call that out as well. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. But I think that it's really fascinating, especially when we start thinking about this concept of video, seeing people on video, what do I show up wearing? Am I now all of a sudden doing my interviews on video? We're starting to hire people based on skills. Is getting dressed... I don't mean is getting dressed a skill, 
but just thinking about what you're going to wear for occasion is that quote unquote a skill. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a little bit like the, you know, the conversation around blinding resumes. Um, so we don't have an opportunity to judge based on a person's name, pronouns, mm -hmm. address. Yep. It begs a lot of those questions as well. These are good questions. These are great conversations to have yes. in your organizations. And they're meant to be, you guys that all listen to this on Saturdays that text me after you listen to it on Saturdays and say, I just listened to it. Once again, this is meant to be stuff to think about. Okay. Now, uh, oh, our guest is here. Um, we're going to bring her on in a second. Um, hey, guess what? While we're bringing this guest on, I want you to, I want to, I want to, we better tee up our questions, Jess. Oh, yes. I forgot our game. Ask Jason and Jess any question. So please, uh, if you go in the Q&A, excuse me, you go under that section that says ask a question, please type your question there. Okay. Just so I don't lose it in the chat. Any single question and have fun, you guys. It's Friday afternoon. It's been a long week. Any question. Is a good question, right, Jess? Mm -hmm, I think so. You know, you and I didn't agree to this beforehand, so we're just, you're just a good sport. You're going to play along, uh, and it could be about HR technology. It could be about humans. It could be about anything in the world. Cool. Cool. And there's even going to be a prize for everyone that asks the question that gets read on the air. How's that? I love it. I love it. Yes, our guest is having technical difficulties. I think because I keep inviting her on. Uh, and she's not on yet, but uh, let's start, not with the question, but let's start talking about the news and then hopefully she'll join us yeah. um, in a second. Hopefully some of you saw this this week. I thought it was really, really important news. Um, and our guest, well, go ahead, Jess, you do the introduction. Yeah, of course. I'm just keep working on the technical side. This harkens back to a, a bunch of you also come from the talent side of this beautiful people work, culture, tech space. Uh, I definitely come from the talent side and I've known of HireVue uh, for ages. I've known a lot of people who've gone through there. Uh, I've known um, their executive team. I've competed against them once or twice in my career. Um, what an innovative product truly ahead of its time. Video-based interviewing. We're asking like a bunch of tough questions that are great food for thought. <laughs> they asked those questions first when it come, comes to all of the science-based ways uh, and psych IO type ways you can evaluate and assess candidates, including through interview or through video. Um, and the, Oh my gosh, these guys have, I, I'd love Amanda to give a little bit of the history of some of the tough questions they've been asked about how their product is, is used. Uh, and they've answered all of them successfully. Um, they're, they're believers in science-based talent assessment and recruiting. Um, and they have done a really nice job of bringing intelligent product to market for that. Uh, incredibly, they bought Modern Hire, which is a which is such a great match. They're they're both believers in this same concept, and so it totally makes sense for them to join forces and innovate even faster together. So that was absolutely fantastic news. I didn't see coming, but made perfect sense once I saw it uh, this week. And hopefully, Amanda Hahn, their CMO, uh, can come on and celebrate with us a bit. So I love Amanda as a person. 
I love HireVue as a company. Yeah. But I love Amanda more as a person. Uh, and I'm like dying that I can't get her to, her technology is struggling. Um, <laughs> you may have to restart Amanda or something like that. But um, oh. ah! it's not a good time, guys. This is not a good time. <laughs> I can't get my own technology to work. There she is. Is this live or is this a video interview? I, um, this is, we decided to do a live interview this time. Where did yeah. you go to school? We do all Where did you go to school? How old are you? Are you married? Oh, I'm not supposed to ask those questions. Sorry. <laughs> it's so good we'll to give see you some good competency-based ones to ask, Jason. Okay. Yeah. It's good yeah. to see you. I know. It's good to see you guys as well. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thanks for being spontaneous with us <laughs> this week. <laughs> I know. Well, well, you announce news like this, you know, what are you supposed to do? I right? Know. Yes. So that's huge right. news. Huge yeah. news. It was yeah. big. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? Like, what's this modern hire compared to future hire compared to past hire? It's modern. <laughs> uh, how does it fit into hire view? It is modern hire. You know what? It can't, it's hey, there's a fan of yours. Look at Kate. She's like, OMG, Amanda. <laughs> we need a song. OMG, Amanda. See, oh, there are songs named after Amanda. Yes, this is when we have special have guests been. and we don't announce them ahead of time. This is what happens. Like this spont spontaneous combustion of Kate. That's fun. I like the spontaneous reactions. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's been crazy. I We... It believe it or not, it's been something we've been working on for a really long time now. So this goes back to the days before modern hire was even a thing, when they were montage and shaker, and then Sonru came into the mix as well. We've been talking to some of the original folks at Shaker for about seven years now. So there was just this idea as both of us were thinking about how do we take all the great technological innovations in data science and take what we know is the foundation of how to figure out what looks good in a job through IO psychology and science applied to figuring out skills and bring those two things together to modernize what was like a very traditional, you know, started back in 1910, 1920 sort of industry. Um, and we, and again, we both knew that it needed to be a combination of the new stuff and the algorithms and the AI and the science as well. It had to be both. And so the timing finally was just really right to bring these two companies together. So it's amazed us. We knew that we had this collective mission and vision and uh, sort of world we wanted to create and how we were going to help with that. But when we saw the values alignment, between the two companies, they were almost mirror images of each other. It was literally just words differences. And we thought, wow, this is this is great. This is, makes perfect sense. This is great validation for us that not only do we think the world should be the similar ways that you know people should be identified based on job criteria and skills and stuff, but we show up the same way in conversations to do that and make that happen with our customers. So um, that was really cool. And so I think it's been a great week just organizationally, like getting the teams aligned and figuring out all of this stuff together. And and the response from the market has been just overwhelmingly amazing. I mean, really, it's I'm so humbled by our amazing HR community and their response. Um, it's been really great. So I know you were, I, we grabbed you very spontaneously today. So you were coming straight from something else. I don't know if you heard any of our- Well, that's what happens if you don't pre-brief us on the news. Like you just have- <laughs> Like, what are you supposed to, Jess, I don't know what you're thinking about, like, spontaneous. Like, we grabbed her when she sent us the news. Like The amount of bankers and lawyers that wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's not like we knew about it four weeks ago and pre-booked her on. Right. I promise. 
So, so we were preambling a little bit before we brought you on. I don't know if you caught any of it. Some pretty good questions we still have around how we show up, including yeah. on video, on camera, yeah. and when that introduces bias and how that's handled. There's mm -hmm. a great question in the chat. Is it? Is there an acceptable way to present your picture in email or LinkedIn? Like it's it's all about how we show up. Yeah. or how we don't show up and it when is. that's good, when there's the potential for bias, how we eliminate that. Sure. I, I think the bottom line, I'd love you to comment on this because I know you guys have a, a really powerful stance on this, is that when done right and well, we can create inclusion, not exclusion, mm -hmm. and screen people in better mm -hmm. and more accurately instead of screening out based mm -hmm. on wrong factors, bad data. Um, that's the goal. I mean, that's sort of the the value to be gained and that's certainly right. the goal. And maybe you can comment a little bit about how we do that with with technology as a tool. Yeah, look I think at, so. Look at Dorothy's comment. Always intrigued if HireVue facially profiles. <laughs> um, no, I can answer that pretty distinctly. <laughs> no, we don't. That's a good answer. <laughs> No, again, what we're trying to drive at is stuff that's more relevant to the job. And that's definitely on the spectrum of the things that are completely and totally 100% unrelevant, like just not at all relevant. Um, so I, it's legitimate. It's absolutely legitimate concerns. And that it was one of the reasons why I just said that we felt like we had to do it right. So it was the combined, it was the combined forces of the two sciences right out of the gate. No other way to do it. We have a hundred plus years of tested IO psychology science and connecting the idea of, you know, understanding what, what skills are needed for the job and then understanding who can do that job. And that isn't, you guys know this as well as I do, it isn't purely based on a person's experience. Right. And I think, look, if we, you know, as we start to look towards um, a world where, you know, non-traditional backgrounds are now just a thing, like you have to look a ton of our customers are at that point where there are no people for their jobs. There just are not. So they're going to have to start to look at people who don't have a resume that that is somebody that did that job before. And the only way to do that is to really use a good scientific foundation to say, OK, what are the skills that I really need in the job? And what are the things that are really important too? one of our customers? Um, had utilized our technology over the past 24 months in a role um, where they needed to get away from degree requirements. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to make sure that they understand understood what the skills were that were needed and what were they using? Like what they were using degree requirements as a proxy, but for what? Right. So how did I identify the skills that that degree requirement stood for so that they could consider way more people for those roles that didn't meet the degree requirement because it was a role that just, it wasn't necessary and it hadn't been necessary for a while and completely opened up their talent pipeline when they were able to do that. I love that. Jason has a thousand questions. I, <laughs> I do. Amanda? Yes. Hey, really quick, just so I can stop this. Yeah. Everyone listen to this. Yes, that's by you didn't to be I love you part. Yes, I know. Yes, that's I'll from Boston. Out of that. One of my favorites, of course. There was such a discussion in the chat about Boston or Toto. Yes, that is Boston. <laughs> well, listen, it is Boston. Yes. Um, okay. Unless you're a Barry Manilow fan and you like Mandy. Yeah, that was the you know song that was in. We don't know each other well enough to call you Mandy. <laughs> um, just really quick. So forever, you and I have had this conversation right about the name of your company 
Yes. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, it's just video interviewing. Mm -hmm. It's just a video interviewing. Like you guys have put your a line in the sand right now mm -hmm. with what you just acquired <laughs> that like you are much more than video interviewing. Mm -hmm. And the view is a view into my whole self. Your whole self. Not a view and just seeing me on screen. And like, I want to be your poster child to get people to stop thinking of higher view as just the video interviewing tool. We will take uh, it. Because I, I think it's just so important for organizations to realize that right now. Because um, still, when you bring up higher view, people think of a hey, video interviewing, video interviewing, video mm -hmm. interviewing. Like it, in front of 3,200 people, like how do you position that? Yeah. Because you're so much more than that. Like it's not that's not that's not even a tenth of what you do today. I don't think. Yeah. It's look, I, I'm not going to knock the franchise. Like it's a great no, no, part no, of our history, either. right? It's just, more right. Than a, it's just more. I mean, you remember freaking Skype. Everyone's like, why don't we just do this on Skype? Skype. Like, yes. it, 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 this is just more than that. And yeah. I, I just want to make sure that point is out there and understood. Yeah, I appreciate that, Jason. And truthfully, I mean, with 60 IOs now behind you combined, um, we definitely need to be recognized, hopefully, as doing more than just video interviewing. Again, it's, but that it's still the same genesis, right? The idea, even behind video interviewing was you have a resume, but how do you really get to know the potential of a person? How do they get to stand up and tell their story? Um, and that's still the case today. There's just a lot of science and rigor behind it now when you talk about assessments and multiple ways to sort of get at that. Yes, there's the video way to get at that. There's a games way to get at that. We acquired a company called Mindex many years ago at this point. There's now a VJT way to get that through virtual job tryouts that Modern Hire is bringing to the table. So there's lots of different ways to get at it, but it's all about a person's abilities and potential. And how do we give a full picture? Yes, to your view, I like that. View into the person that's much more full than what have you done before? Like, and if you haven't done exactly what I need before, you're not right for this role. Because that's not just not true. And one all. more question. What are you doing, Jess, and then I'm done, then all yours. What are you doing to make sure that this is this is more than just hiring? Because the other mm -hmm. phrase that I've said 19 million times this week is east-west, not yeah. north-south. Yeah. And we still, in HR, work north-south. Yep. And in talent acquisition, we work north-south. And you capture now more gold and science about a candidate ever than ever before. Yeah. So can you talk to that? Like, you know, like your name says higher view. It does. You know, that. but you're really a, a talent tool. Yeah. Uh, and can you talk to that real quick? Yeah. I mean, I think, look, our foundation is certainly in, I think both companies believe that there's more to do in hiring. Like there's That's still fundamental things to be fixed right? which, when it comes to hiring, but we consistently hear from our customers and we've worked with a number of them on these kinds of solutions to say, but there's so much I learn about this person in the process and then day one they start and it's like a reset, it starts all over again. So I think that's that's a problem that's easy for us in the near term to fix. Like we have to get line of sight into providing the great insights that we understand about a person and what they can do in competencies and make sure that that carries over into their journey as an employee. Um, I think that's one of the natural and easy connections for us and something that we've talked about as a company that we'd really like to get line of sight into and better connectivity for our customers on. Um, you know, but again, fundamentally, we feel like there's still so much work to do in hiring to make sure that people do. And I will call myself out on this. I tell this story all the time when I talk about how important science is because of the nature of humans and who we are and our need to connect. 
I have been in this industry for almost 30 years now, and I was a recruiter when I started myself, and I hired hundreds of people for jobs, and I still do my own recruiting for my teams and across the company today. And the easiest way to derail me in an interview at any point is to tell me that you're from Philly. And then we will talk about all the wonderful things about Philadelphia and my home city, and we won't talk at all about the relevant requirements for the job. Because as humans, we just want to get into those situations and we just want to connect with this person who might eventually be part of our team. And that's beautiful. And you should do that the minute that you get to that point. But when you're in that interview, it's so important to focus on that person's skills and their ability to do the job. And, you know, sometimes well, we just need a little push and help with that. Right. Because I spent the whole first part of this talking about Boston. Uh, so now that you're bringing up Philly and the Celtic 76ers <laughs> series. Philly episode. Yeah, exactly. You need a whole other one for that. I told you hey, there's a all day hey, about Jess, it. Jess, you probably have a question for Amanda. This chat is gold. And I know, but the shell's a new, a new. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm Amanda. going. I was, I was, this is kind of my, my yeah, question. Yeah, take Dechelle's question because I, otherwise she'll never come back. Yeah, no, Dechelle, that's brilliant. Part of the reason what we're talking about is so important. Evaluating skills, capabilities, future potential, not necessarily previously acquired experience. Mm -hmm. Think about the lots of areas where women, certain people with disabilities, people who have who require accommodation, like think about all of the job sectors and, and areas where people are underrepresented. They're already underrepresented. So if I'm looking for somebody who has previous experience doing this exact thing, how am I going to drive representation in a category that has been missing it? How are you going to increase women in tech if you only look for people who have tech experience? If I'm a woman and I'm waving my hands and saying, but you haven't let me in yet. Right. <laughs> like, this is a really important conversation. If you're going to open up new diverse pools of talent, you can't rely on past work experience because you haven't given it to everybody before. It's really, really important to understand that. Exactly what Jess said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, I need to learn how to just say that. <laughs> Like, is there a training that I could take just to say that? Yes, exactly what Jess said. Exactly what Jess said. Yes. It's so true, though. We work, you know, we have a couple of partners in the space that we work with pretty deeply um, to understand some of these populations and how we can make sure that, you know, first of all, that our technology isn't hindering the process for them, but then also how we can use our technology to sort of get beyond some of the barriers that exist today. So, so one of the partners that we work really deeply with is um, Integrate Autism Advisors. They're fabulous. If anybody here is looking for a partner um, to uh, increase your representation in the autistic community, they're just amazing. Um, and what we've done through three years of research with them has like, has we've been able to say that, you know, although interviews can be really, really stressful situations, especially for this particular population, there are other ways that you can uh, that you can identify skills. And mm -hmm. one of the ways that we've discovered together is that game-based assessments are actually a really good way to assess skills in that particular population. And it removes a lot of the sensory and social and other barriers that can be complete barriers for them for employment right out of the gate. So 
that work is really important for us to understand that particular population, 80 to 85% of them are either unemployed or underemployed. Yes. Like, there's a gold mine inside of that population of talent. And it is literally the interview that is the biggest barrier for them to be able to acquire gainful employment. So oh, we want to be a part of making a difference there. Yeah. One of the best tips I ever heard, ever heard in my career was a simple question you can ask prior to the interview. Is there any accommodation you could use to make this a successful interview for you? Yeah. I, I, ha I don't think I've ever run across an employer who asks it. A simple, a simple ask, is there any accommodation you would require to make this a successful experience for you? Oh my gosh, if you ask that, imagine all of the inexpensive, easy to do things. Yeah. And that might include, I can't, I don't want to do video. I can't do video right. because that might include, I would prefer this time of day or I would, you know, it could be so, so simple. We don't ask the simplest things that could make a massive difference. They really, really could. That's so, it is so, it is really that easy. Like a lot of things we realized are that easy. One of our customers many years ago actually started using, they realized that the hearing impaired community, they wanted to be able to show up more authentically in interviews. And for a lot of them, it's through assistive technology. And for a lot of them, it's through sign language. And so they realized, well, we use video now, like they can sign inside of an interview yeah. and all we have to do is put an interpreter on the other side and then we can, then they can show up the way that they want to show up instead of yeah. forcing them through a pathway. And all they had to do was ask their candidates. That's exactly what they did. And that was the feedback that they got. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I'm so glad we could grab you today for a little bit. This is so exciting for you guys. We're excited mm -hmm. to watch this unfold. What a great partnership. We appreciate it. So I appreciate so much you guys having me on. Thank you. I'm sorry, Jason, for the technical difficulties in the beginning. Uh, yeah, they are. You missed our whole conversation about dress also, but you're dressed <laughs> beautifully today. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, good. Whatever it was, I made the cut. Great. Yeah, Listening to, to the podcast. Anyway, there's a link in the chat there about uh, the press release for Hire View and Modern Hire. Take a look at that, everyone. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Great. Thank you. Love thank you. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was great. I love those oh, yeah. pop-in guests, those surprise guests. I know. I literally texted her last night from the yoga studio. <laughs> Come on, Amanda, let's go. Let's talk. Okay, just, I, just because we promised this, there's the questions. I don't know if you looked at the questions. I peeked at these questions. These are incredible questions. Yes, we're going to have to keep the questions, but we're just going to take one. Okay. And now there's a tie. Oh, like, there was a, there was close Are people but, voting. Okay. Yes. But now there's a, there's, a, there's a tie. I let, let's take the one quick one about leap Jen and Mercer really mm -hmm. quick. Um, it, that's, it's a really not quick topic. None of these are really, sh should we take that one or should we take a quick topic? I mean, better, let's do a, t a quick one. Uh, tell us about points of friction between the two of you. <laughs> How well do you really get along? How's that? <laughs> Points of friction. Um, <laughs> points of friction. Uh, how well, who wants to go first? Uh, well, this is my game, so you go first. Oh, okay. Uh, how well do we really get along? We get along exactly like you see us on screen. I consider Jason one of my best friends. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked us at our party in Vegas at Unleash, like, is it like a, like the relation? I said, no, it's, it's, it's friends. There's no like 
I, I feel no hierarchy. I feel no reporting relationship. I, it is a work relationship, but it's so much more than that. It's, it's, t it's totally like a, it's a, it's a great friendship. And in terms of the work we do together, it is completely mission driven. The belief system could not be more closely aligned. Yeah. And I would say that just really quickly that, you know, a key word is respect. Like I have nothing but respect for the views. I have nothing but respect for, um, you know, the work that Jess does and Jess believes in. From a friction standpoint, I think that friction is really good. Uh, personally, um, I, I think that friction points are good. There are things that you agree on. There's things you don't agree on. But if you yeah. respect each other and you can have um, good conversations about those things and honest conversations about those things and open conversations about those things, then I don't think that that friction is a bad thing at all. So yeah. it, it may be a really boring answer, you guys. Um, I don't know if I mean, we can make up some friction. Um, but uh, no, I think it's just, I mean, I think that I, personally, personally, last thing I'll just say, I think that if everyone on all sides of every political aisle and all sides of the world respected everyone's differences mm -hmm. and realized that the combination of those differences is what makes the world beautiful, we'd all be in a better spot. And I'd say that describes my relationship with Jess. Absolutely. Yeah, when I say our belief systems align, it's not even what we believe in, who, what, how, where, it's literally the fact that we both believe in respect for humanity, <laughs> just the human nature of all of us. And, and I think we treat each other that way as well. So that was a really one question out of all these questions. We're going to save these questions and come back to them because no, I love the question. We're going to save um, these. Yes. But thank you guys so much. Um, next Friday. Are you here next Friday? Am I here next Friday? Here next Friday. I'm here next Friday. You're here. Oh. I think it's I think it's the week after you're not here. And I'm in India. I'm so. here next Friday. We're all good. I've got school, end of year school stuff. Jason's got travel. We're just going to hodgepodge this for a few weeks. But we're going to do the, not next week. Next week we'll be live from next US. Next week I'll be live from India. I love it. Uh, with a special guest. So have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Happy Mother's Day. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.